Hey, are you looking for the perfect holiday gift or stocking stuffer? Then check out our new merchandise at youradvisorswillseeyounow.com. We have special items for students, faculty, and of course, those special student advisors in your life. Shop mugs, sweaters, hats, and so, so much more. Click on the link in the episode show notes below. Everyone, if you're a high school student, college student, or a grad student, and you need some study tips for midterms and finals, make sure to check this episode out. Hi, I'm Kiki. And I'm Kemi. And you're listening to Your Advisors Will See You Now, a podcast that will help you to figure out all of your options for life after high school. everyone. Welcome back to another Relevant Ramble from the Your Advisors Will See You Now podcast. This one is going to be timely because we know, well, I guess midterms are coming up or have just passed, but finals are definitely around the corner. So Kemi and I thought it would be a great idea just to provide some study tips. We have some episodes from the past or maybe one from the past, but we have a revamped one. So um, we did a, are we going to be using this resource from Apple Hill? Is there a study 101 study smarter, not harder resource? We'll definitely link it in the show notes because it's a really great, really great resource. We're giving you the the first couple tidbits of what they are providing. But if you want to like go in more depth with how to you know study, develop your study skills, I definitely encourage you to read this article. Or if you just like to read articles, you're like kind of research in that way I think you'd enjoy it because it's really it's really actually a really um deep dive into study habits so check it out but Kemi and I are going to provide you with the the short version basically but I'll let Kemi start us off yeah so me and Kiki were just actually like kind of ranting and not ranting but discussing about studying back in college and personal things that we study with and different study tactics because you're kind of trying to finding what works best for you and this first point, I wish I really understood when I, my first year, freshman year in high school, reading is not studying. You need to incorporate active studying techniques. I did some of these, but not all of these, and I wish I, I did more. So um, I did this one previously. So it was making your own quizzes. So I would, usually at the end of your textbook, sometimes they'll have some quizzes for you, but it's also good when you're reading something and you're like, oh yeah, I know I'm not gonna remember this. My eyes are glossing over now. Write this down as a question for myself to review later. Another point is practice and learn by explaining the material or teaching your peers, um, or if you haven't like doing peer tutoring, but always explaining the material as if, or even if you're by yourself, pretend you're talking to someone that has no idea what you're talking about. So that we're able to really unpack the information so it's digestible and your your brain is retaining it better. Another one is making examples relatable to your life. So I think I did a little bit of this back in the day, like maybe in high school, if we're studying science and we're trying to talk about like inertia and physics. I'm like, so if I throw a ball at my sister's head, the gravity. <laughs> so it's like you're trying to paint these pictures in your head to make it relatable and apply these specific terms so you can understand it. Because I know for me, science was always difficult because I didn't understand the grand scheme of things unless I saw a picture or I was applying it somewhere like, oh, I get it now, this is what this means. So that would help a lot. And making up songs or mnemonic devices, am I saying that right? Make up songs and mnemonic devices. So I use (laughs) mnemonic devices. So I'm dating myself here. 
But we used to have, there still is Cartoon Network, but the Cartoon Network commercial was different. It's like, cartoon, cartoons. They had like an extended one. So I used to take that beat and I would study different parts of grammar for whatever test it was. I still remember it today. So clearly it worked. So if you're the kind of person that needs to apply it to like your own song or something you know you remember, do it that way. Because even think about it now, like there's songs from back in the day. I was singing B2K to my husband two weeks ago and I knew this song word by word. I have not listened to this song in honestly a decade, but I knew the words. It stuck. I knew the whole first part. So songs do stick. I don't know how, but they're still there. So if you can do something to a song and memorize it that way, try it. (laughs) Very, very true. Um, And even so, like, if you all remember growing up, we used like PEMDAS. Mm -hmm. Please excuse my dear Aunt Sally. So like, along with the songs too, like making up those i think that's what a mnemonic device is like making up words that you know you remember like slay or mm-hmm. blow up you know something like that that you remember like what the word what the letters stand for you and your friends always just saying it but i was gonna say too with the making your own quizzes thing do that with your with your peers if you all come together and like okay so-and-so is gonna do chapter one i'll do chapter two you chapter three, you all make a study guide together. You can work yeah. together and do that. I think that's a great, I think I did that probably too late or got involved with that kind of too late. But I think it's a great idea if you all can, you know, collaborate in that way. Yeah. You don't have to make your own quiz, but you like test each other. And it's something that's like a running study guide. So maybe after every chapter you all learn, someone has a Google Doc and you're just adding to the Google Doc along the way. But I feel like yeah. the more questions you have on there, the better, because you never know what's going to pop up on a test. So like that tip a lot and then i will add to make sure if your study groups are great but make sure you have a disciplined study group make sure you're not what you're not what a click of friends that are like okay we got one chapter down let's get some snacks let's go to cookout real quick let's go to let's go to mcdonald's make sure you guys are disciplined together like let's get through this one chapter together then we'll take a 10 minute break because you know we want to catch up and go on our phone real quick like be disciplined together so that way you can actually study effectively for maybe two hours versus you're there at the library and five hours has passed. So Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that's really, that's really the next point. It's a great segue to the next point is to space out your studying into shorter chunks. I know when I used to go to the library, I'm like, okay, well, I was probably cramming, but I'm like, okay, I have to sit in here for like four hours and learn, basically learn all this stuff in four hours that's not effective. It, that's what causes burnout. That's when you don't retain information. So this tip is to encourage you to space out your studying and make lists. Like, so, you know, if you have a planner, if you don't have a planner, you need to get a planner. Yes. Stay, Say that again, stay, if you don't have a planner, get a planner and stay tuned for our planners coming out. We don't know when, but they're coming <laughs> um, one day. But no, if you don't have a planner for real, like I remember at Elon, they used to give us these like little planners and I was like, I like cute ones, but it was a, it's a good, it was yes. a good initiative just to get you have, you have something. So you can't say you didn't have a planner, but you know, take that first day of the semester. Also, I always write down my syllabus, like always write down my syllabus, like my assignments for my, you know, for that class. Also, use your calendar to space out your study schedule. If you're putting in there everything else, you're putting in your classes, you're putting in meeting with your friends, why not use your schedule to also plan out your studying? So every week, you know, make your list however you want to operate. But every 
time you go on your planner, you should already be knowing what you're doing each day for each class. So you don't have to do the guess, you know, sec the legwork to be like, oh, okay, well, we just learned chapter five. Like, what am I going to do with this chapter? You already have it planned out. And that maybe that's your, your weekly process for how you study. And, you know, it'll be trial and error, but do what works for you. Um, and we also recommend, so there's something called the Pomodoro method. You mentioned it. So this is also, I think, in season one or season two. But we talked about study skills in the past. But the Pomodoro method, if you like Google it, it's going to come up with a little tomato. But it's like that tomato timer. But it's encouraging people to study in like short bursts. Well, study in like hour chunks, I should say, and then take a break. So maybe you do, you know, one hour, set your timer for 25 minutes and you take that break. Come back for another hour, set your timer. So it's like a cycle, but you're not sitting there, con you know, continuously just looking at the pages. Your brain has to, you, your brain can only take in so much at a time and like actually be taking things in that you're going to remember. So that's why they're encouraging you to take break, you know, study for a period of time and take breaks. You can also study, if you want to study something like very intensely for 45 minutes, if you're going to take one subject area and study very intensely for 45 minutes, you did that, great. And now go take a break and maybe later you come back to the next thing, the next course. But also understand how you study. This can kind of go with this next points too, but um, this kind of goes to your environment. Understand what's the best environment for you. Maybe you like to be in complete silence. Maybe you need some noise. But Kimmy and I, like she said, we were talking before, you know, sitting on the bottom floor of the library by the door, maybe not the best. You're seeing, I know my, I know myself, I'm looking at everybody coming through the door. I'm looking at what they're eating, what they're wearing. Saying hi. Distraction, right. Saying hello, running my mouth. And then two hours go by and I'm having studied not one thing. Find a place in the library <laughs> that, if, so if you like complete silence, find your little spot. You know, you might have your little nook in the library you go to every, every night, every week. That's your spot. But if you're somebody that you need a little bit of background noise, noise, I know that's me. I can't study in complete silence. Have some instrumental music. We were coming out just saying like lyrics. You know, if you're going to be sitting there singing the, singing the songs, that's probably going to be a distraction to you. Unless yes. you're making a mnemonic device or a song <laughs> to the song. Great. If you need that, you need, you know, you need the lyrics to inspire you, then great. But, you know, have some classical music. Can you mention too, like white noise or you said brown noise? White noise, noise, brown noise. And then I listen to, for work now, I listen to like lo-fi beats. Yeah, so and that's all over YouTube. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. Lo-fi beats, it's, it's something like with your brainwave that it helps. I don't know all the details, but it's supposed to really help. But yeah, find a place. And if you need a little bit of noise interaction with people or just like seeing people, find somewhere that is still... Not total quiet studying, but you know, you're around people, but not totally distracted. So it's just understanding how you study in the best environment you do study in. It's it's trial and error because I, I still don't know what that is for me. It's 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 a it's a struggle, but um we're just encouraging you encouraging you to work on this, you know, build that build that muscle so you can have mm. this you know, have this for your entire college career. Yeah, and I think I'll even segue into this too, because now, like, I'm kind of realizing it when I, I was telling Kiki how I was talking to a student the other day. 
understand what your study weaknesses are so that way you can build discipline in those areas. So be 100% 100% honest with yourself. So if you know you're the kind of person that you cannot work with your friends, mm-hmm. then don't do it. Like write down what your what your weaknesses are. So like am I being effective right now during this hour with my music? No, write that down. And then after you write those down, come up with a plan of how to get away from doing that. And then it's going to take discipline. It's going to suck. Because <laughs> you're going to be uncomfortable, right? Mm-hmm. But it's going to lead to you achieving that goal and you will feel better afterwards that you're done. Because when you do things more effectively, you're able to condense your time and get things done quicker versus if you had all these distractions, you could be there for five hours versus you could have knocked it out in like three or two hours. So understanding what your weaknesses are and then applying that discipline to it. Like I think about it now. Why was I sitting at a table right where the entrance was mm-hmm. and i'm having the same conversations hey girl what you doing here where you guys coming from mm, girl i gotta do this work too mm-hmm. hey girl you work on that paper for psychology yeah i gotta do it too why am i having the same dialogue over and over again what is wrong with me <laughs> what is wrong with me I, yeah it took a it took a long time but later on in the semester i was like yeah i gotta move my butt to the the top floor of the school all the way in the back left corner can no one talk to me i'm in a little cubby can't no one talk to me. Can't no one find me. Get it done. And you feel so much better because you don't have something that you're procrastinating on. You don't have something that is always hovering in the back of your mind when you're hanging out with friends. Like, oh, man, I should be I should, should be doing this now, but I'm having so much fun with my friends now. Get that discipline in so you can get it done, get it out the way. Then you can have fun, fart around with your friends. Like, seriously, just get the hard work done now. Just get it done. It's just like exercising. I don't like exercising. Once you do it, you're like, I feel good. And I was supposed to do it. Just get it over with. Versus like five hours. I'm like, do I want to do this? Get it done in that first hour and you're fine. <laughs> so yeah. Oh, it's me for the next point. Um, <laughs> so I'll do these next two points. Then Kiki, you can do the, the last two points. So for math students out there, bless your hearts. So, or if you're not a math student, bless your hearts even more. Practice the equations and the problem. When you're practicing equations and problems, try to explain the steps and how you arrived at that answer. So that way you can further ingrain the processes in your head. Because sometimes you can overthink and um, jump through, like missteps that you're jumping through. So the more you do this, you'll be able to get into like a momentum, a routine of how to answer things correctly. I wish I knew that one younger when I was younger. Mm-hmm. And oh, I just talked about this one too. Eliminate distractions. So yeah, understanding your weaknesses and eliminating your distractions. Uh, put your. I try to tell my nephew this, even though I'm obviously not in his house. But I'm like, I know you get distracted by your phone. Put your phone all the way in the living room, or put mm-hmm. all the way upstairs and study in a separate room, so that way you can at least do work for an hour, hammer it out, right. and then go back to it later because. He, he he doesn't do well with distractions. He must he must have got it from me because I can't do the same. I can't deal with distractions either. So get those distractions out the way. Know what they are and get them out the way. Mm-hmm. And I was gonna go back to the, the other point of like the practicing problems and equations. The article that we're referencing from it also talked about like if you're in a technical program or like an engineering program, you all have you all have to like solve problems like real world problems. So it was also encouraging, you know, students in those types of fields to be able to say like, like kind of like, diag- you know, diagnosing something or even like meds, you know, med students 
this is the problem like Camille was saying how like what's the step the step-by-step -step process to solve this problem basically so that works for you all too not just you know math or the science students like if you're in a technical yeah. program as well yeah you want to be able to know how to fix things so how to problem solve so that's please that works for that too. we're mm -hmm. relying on you stem folk yeah. <laughs> when you graduate so please to fix things right so please yes <laughs> and just for the last two points definitely utilize tutoring if you need it if you don't need it i think a lot of students you know wait till finals to go to tutoring and to be quite honest, it's like, what's that going to do for you at the end of the semester? True. <laughs> it's, it's true. I mean, if you don't know it by the end of the semester. It's too late. <laughs> yeah, you, you can't expect to learn it in two days, in two weeks. And the tutor may tell you that. I mean, of course, they're going to, you know, they're going to bring you in with open arms. But they may say, like, if you don't know this, I mean, they're going to do their best to help you. But I always encourage students at the beginning of, I, I just tell people, like when I'm advising them, I'm like, how do you feel about math? How do you feel about writing, about science? And they're like, uh, you know, since if students like, it's not my strongest subject area, I'm like, okay, you get to class. If you get in that class and you know off the bat, this is a struggle, that first week of class, don't hesitate, don't wait to go to the tutoring center. It's free. I mean, you pay for your, your fees, but it's basically, you're not paying every time you go to tutoring want you to come in there they they love to tutor you so like go in there but the point is just don't wait until you're really struggling this is the time too you know it's it's midterm season like you're halfway through your term now if you're struggling you may have some time to pick it back up you know if you can get it to a passing grade to a c grade you may have time to do that but utilize tutoring there i mean that's what they're there for they help you with writing papers they help you with your math courses they help you with science um anything you really need help with that's what they're there for so please don't yeah. hesitate to use them they love and, to see you yeah and to add on to your point we were talking about earlier when you're in college the methods that you're using in your math class or certain classes you're building upon that material so if you're not understanding that equation for that first quiz, it's, it's going to come back again because it's going to be part of something else. Because I even remember we were doing, we had to do research in psychology and I was like, I'm solving for X. I'm like, oh, I surely don't need to learn that again. No, that came back again for another class mm -hmm. I had to do research in. So you need to learn these now. If you're unsure or foggy about it, learn it now because you're building upon this material. It's different than high school where you can get away sometimes with downloading information, cramming, and then you're deleting it and on to the next thing. But in college, a lot of it is building upon what you're learning. So you need to understand it now so you can pass the course for later on or even the next course after that. So it's very important to go to tutoring when you have that first shock of, I don't understand this. For real. That's a good, I mean, this is a little bit of an, um, or like, rambling this is a relevant ramble so we're gonna ramble but <laughs> that's a great point you know a lot of students are like why am i in these general education classes why am i in pre-calculus i'm gonna take my engineering classes engineering classes require that pre-calculus knowledge that basis so mm -hmm. and I, I mean a lot of schools too they can probably they can tell you what are the key indicator class or like kind of like those core indicator classes like if a student can't do well in this class it kind of indicates they may not be successful in this major so if, if you're struggling in pre-calculus 
that's you're going to struggle probably in calculus. And we're not saying like it's going to be easy breezy, but like Kimmy's saying, you have to understand the foundations of one class to get to the next one. So don't just throw them off because it's not relevant to your major. Can we start getting into your major classes? You're going to you're going to wish you paid attention yeah. in calculus one. You're going to wish you pay attention in construction engineering, you know, things like that. And that could go for any subject. So I totally agree with that. If that shot comes and again, we're not saying it's going to be go to tutoring and you're going to you're going to be like, oh, light bulb moment. It might be light bulb moments for sure, but it still may not be be like the easiest subject for you. It's just go to tutoring so you can it will also help you with these study skills, like helping you develop study skills as well. But go to them so you can have that basis so that you can be remembering you know, two years down the line, oh, this is what I learned from my tutor back then, and it's relevant yeah. in this class still. So they're they're useful for a whole lot of things. So that was our, our mini ramble within the ramble. <laughs> but um, the last point, I actually have two more, so will be quick, but the last point is we share tips on our Instagram once a week for studying. So if you need just like quick bursts of inspiration for study tips, check out our Instagram. It is Yasin Podcast. Okay, you can check it out. And share with your friends be like oh remember spell we it for about- me, kiki spell yeah. it for me girl uh, y-a-w-s-y-n podcast y'all sin podcast but yeah share like you know share with your friends if you're like if you're like oh we were talking about study tips send that to your send that to your homie okay help help the community we all need to be better study studiers is that a word yeah. i don't know <laughs> i need to be more studious but i was gonna say the last two things on the topic of studying if you have a learning difference and not sure if you have a learning difference and you feel like you're going to study and you're in class and it's just like not clicking, maybe get, maybe, you know, get assessed, like see if there is something mm-hmm. that is not, you know, that is, you know, where the disconnect is. Get that checked out. It's okay. Yeah. It's there, there's no shame in doing that at all. Or if you're coming into college, I, I've heard students say like they had accommodations in high school and they get to college and like, I didn't know we had it in college. I'm like, oh my gosh, you've been here for this long and didn't know. If you had accommodations in high school, likely you'll get them in college too. Because you have some you kind just, of documented learning difference. Yeah. You just so, have to make sure you are, you're mm-hmm. checking it. Make, just make sure during when you first start school that you check in with the office. You can you can ask like your admissions right. person to connect you to that office. They'll let you know what paperwork you need. And then the biggest thing about implementing accommodations in higher ed is you have to be, um, you have to let the instructor know that you need it. So you can just slip them one paper when the, once after the first day of class, give them yeah. this paper and like, oh, okay, cool. And that's it. So you have to be, it's not like it's in a system, they're expected to know. So whenever you have a new class for each semester, you'll get a, a copy piece of paper and give it to the professor. And then if you don't feel like you need the, accom- the accommodations, you don't have to use them for the class. But it's always good to have it in there while it's in there so you're not running around like mid-semester, you're sweating, you're like, I need it for this exam, I have a quick turnaround. Just get it in there while you can so you can go in strong and be confident and be prepared, heaven forbid you need to use them, so it's no problem. Mm-hmm. That's No, that's absolutely right. And accommodations, if you're wondering, accommodations can be things like extra time on tests, extra mm-hmm. time on homework. Um, maybe they put you in a different room during testing because you can't be around people. You know, you need to focus. So... Yep. I can be saying, if you think you, if you ever had accommodations in the past, 
just have them just have them there if you, even if you don't use it if you if you think you need to be assessed for a learning difference then you know talk to um, a counselor or somebody that can you know maybe guide you to the proper resource so you can get that taken care of if that's necessary and on that point too just the last point understand your learning style so i think like the main like the three big ones that we always learned about was like if you're an auditory learner visual kinesthetic they all are different maybe they overlap but understand so like maybe listening to someone talk like we're talking about maybe listening to somebody talk like all the time is not the best way for you to learn i know i'm a kinesthetic learner so i i always did really well in like the hands-on classes the classes that were like practical learning like we're doing things we're practicing with each other that's how i always learned well as opposed to an instructor or professor just sitting up there and just like show me a powerpoint because i'm listening to you and I'm reading it, but I'm not really click. It's not really clicking because that's not my style, or it's it's not grabbing my attention in that way. So maybe you can go to your, you know, a counselor as well and figure out your learning style, just so you can have that. And there's plenty of tools on the internet that can help you understand your learning style and how your learning style best fits into your studying. So. Those are just some tips that we wanted to provide you with. We have other episodes about study skills from past seasons, so check those out as well. We can just build on top of them. This is a, maybe more in-depth, but again, I'll link this article in the show notes. Do you have anything else, Kemi? No, I think we're good, Kiki. All right, guys, like we said before, make sure you're following us on Instagram for study tips. Instagram, we have TikTok, we have LinkedIn, we have a Facebook page, Get At Us. If you are a listener too, we want to hear from you. So please send us an email in terms of maybe some questions that you have, or maybe there's a topic that you want us to discuss further. This is if you're in college or especially if you are in high school trying to navigate, what should I do after I graduate? Um, we have episodes every Tuesday. Keep a lookout because we're going to be dropping some merch soon for the Christmas year. If you feel led to bless us, we also have a Venmo, which is linked in the show notes. But until then, we will see you in the next one. See you. Bye. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in and listening to the latest episode of Your Advisors. We'll see you now. Please make sure to follow us on all of our social media pages and check out our website. Take a look at the show notes below. And please make sure to subscribe and share this podcast. Also, show us some love and please leave a five-star review. Catch you next time. See ya.